Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters for Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You know what, kids? It's Thursday, and that means you know what? D is in the house. D, yes. Hello, everybody. We're here for Spirited Discussions. As and we do. I should mention that this is podcast one right. of our three podcast tapings. So we are remarkably sober at the moment. We're sober. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. actually drinking water. Yeah. It doesn't so happen far. that often. Right. right. So as we do on this segment, we invite a guest bartender or two, perhaps, to give us an awesome, awesome drink that we've probably never had before. We mix it on the spot. We enjoy it. We rate it. And then the guests also supply us with some question some interesting question lingering in the in the air and that's why we call it spirited discussions right d yes and we have a really special couple of guests today because i dragged kicking and screaming my sister and my niece on the show because of a discussion we had that i thought would be great for this show so cool would you like to introduce them oh i should probably tell you who they are yes so my sister's name is maureen yep. and my niece's name is Catherine, and they are here in the house with us right now yes the virtual house anyway. the virtual house how you guys doing good great <laughs> so was it really kicking and screaming or did this sound kind of interesting to you do you like to engage in the the cocktailery trade or not so much um, I love to engage in the cocktailery. <laughs> that's not the right word for it. <laughs> right. But we'll just Mixolo- it. Mixology. Right. That's the word I was looking for, mixology. I would love to do that in my next life, become a mixologist. So, yeah, I'm very interested in that. So this is good practice. Yeah. I'm always down for a cocktail. <laughs> well, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was great to include Catherine because she is right at the age where all of her friends are getting married and there are bachelorette parties oh. and uh, showers and weddings. And so she, I thought, would be a good person to bring the beverage to the house while mm. my sister brought to the question. To the oh, house. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's a tag team effort. Yeah, Excellent. Excellent. So should we, should we get right into it? Sure. You don't want to ask them anything about who they are or anything who, like that? Or, well, no? you love them. And I do that's love good them. enough for me. I do love them. Know? And I just want everybody to know they are educators in the world of special ed. So they oh, are cool. definitely people who deserve cocktails. And so um, I'm happy to be sharing that with them. Well, to that I say, God bless you. And please keep on trucking. I have a son with autism, so I celebrate what you guys do. And, um, you know, my son was supposed to go to Disney with Cardinal Cushing, with his class of Cardinal Cushing. And it got canceled, and he loves Disney. So for his birthday, I created a virtual ride where I set up a projector and had him sit in a chair, and we did rides at Disney. But oh, um, that's fantastic. Yeah. I'm familiar with Cardinal Cushing. Great oh, you program. Are? Oh, well, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So unfortunately, he had to say goodbye to them. But they did say... 
he can come back for next year's Disney trip, so he doesn't actually miss it. So that's kind of cool. That's Thank you, Cardinal Cushing. Yes. That's great. All right. So who was the drink and who was the Catherine was? You're the drink person. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So one of my favorite drinks is an Aperol spritz. Mm. Um, and I really got introduced to Aperol spritzes. I guess you can call them. Mm-hmm. Um, spritz when I spritz, spritz eye. Eye. I know. What's like a multiple spritz? I don't like, know. I don't I'm not know. sure. Spritzes. Spritzers. Spritzers. Yeah. Spritzers. Yeah. yeah. Either way. But I went to Italy with my dad a few years back, and I think it was our first night out. And um, we were at a restaurant. I noticed on a couple tables there was this bright orange drink. And I'm all about appearance, image. So I was drawn mm. to it because of how it looked. <laughs> And I asked the waiter, what is that? Um, And he just said, oh, it's a spritz. Mm. And I acted like I knew exactly what he meant because I didn't, I couldn't have felt more American in that moment. Like, (laughs) wow, I had no idea. So I ordered one and it's pretty much what I drank throughout the entire trip. When my dad and I came home, it was almost overnight. All of a sudden we saw them everywhere. Mm. And I don't. I don't want to take credit for bringing them to America, but <laughs> but you will. Right? But you're welcome. Yeah. I'm okay. Good. For the Aperol spritz. Nice. It was instantly. So we just drink them all the time. And it kind of brings me back to that time and the memories I created. It was a fantastic trip. So, and you left your mother home during that trip. We didn't mention that. Yeah. So yeah. poor mom. I left mom home. Yeah. So poor mom just I... has to drink at home, but that's okay. Right. Yeah. Right. That was actually the real reason, bringing Italy home to her through the spritz. You know, All right. Well, I was just noticing, Dee, pardon me, that um, okay. Catherine is right with a quick search, with a quick punch into the Google machine. The Aperol spritz has been somehow on the rise. It's making a comeback as of Ooh. in recent years. Yeah. I'm looking at something written just two years ago. That's and uh, one of the most popular aperitifs in Italy, as tasty as it is refreshing. I've never had one, so I'm excited. So, so yeah. you did bring it, Catherine, I guess. I did. Yeah. I was going to say that's right around the time we came back. You so go. you're welcome, America. You are an influencer. <laughs> we yes, did not know influencer. that. Influencer. Oh, boy. All right. So who's going to make the drink? I will volunteer if you want me to. Okay. Me? okay. I would like you to make the drink. Okay. Here I go. So um, first of all, what kind of glass are we putting this in? Something wine glass-ish? Well, the, the classic Aperol Spritz. Brit's glass is called a balloon glass. Oh, like I that. see. I don't have one of those. So um, I'm going to go with a stemless wine glass. How are you feeling yeah, about you that? Can. I have seen them in stemless wine glasses. Okay. That, then that's where that we're going to go. That would be an appropriate substitution. All right. So, wine. Catherine, do we put ice in the glass? Yeah. Um. Yes. You okay. would put ice in. So. Unless you mix it prior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's necessarily a preference well i'm looking at the ingredients that we have set out and i see that there is some bubbly that goes into this and my preference is not to shake something with bubbles because then you lose the bubbles mix it and then pour it over ice beforehand it's not really so i'm looking at my um my stuff here and i see that i have some uh flavored uh soda water some lime flavored soda water and i see um, some, it just, it, it just exploded on him, but that's okay. Oh, that's now I'm, that's why I sent him to go make the drink and I see some Aperol, hence mm-hmm. the Aperol spritz and yeah. then, um, some bubbly. So what goes in yeah. first? So put the ice in the glass first. Yep. It's already in and waiting. Great. Excellent. And then equal parts, Aperol and Prosecco, champagne, whatever you guys have. Okay. We do have Prosecco. So equal yes, parts, perfect. Aperol and Prosecco. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, you just turned Ooh. the pop. Nice. 
parties happening. So basically half and half, half the champagne and half yep. the, the Aperol. And then I'm guessing that the soda water is is like a floater or a splash on the top. Exactly, it's a little okay. topper. It's a little topper. I see you're making one as we speak. So yeah, you are. We're joining. You're joining us. I love this. That's fantastic. We're all drinking together. Yeah. There's nothing like um. A, no, you don't mix it. I don't think. Do you mix it? Yeah. Give oh, it a little. Swish. I lied. Give it a little swish. All right, so we, we each have one, and I'm going to say that from looks alone, I am very pleased. It is a beautiful drink. It's I can beautiful. see why this would have caught your attention on a table in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Dave, what do you think, uh, look-wise? Yeah, it's it catches the eye. It I'll does. say that. Yeah. So okay. should we, we cheers and take a sip? Cheers. Okay, yep. so we're cheers. cheersing, and we're having a sip. Oh. You know what? I thought it was going to be sweeter than it is. No, it's got a little bite. It's got a little bite. It's a little bitter. Aperol Mm. is not super sweet. I'm liking this very much. This is very summery. I think this is a Mm -hmm. good summer drink. And it feels like you can have more than one, which I... I kind of like it's. I mean, if you yeah. if you have this you know. is when you don't want to get stupid at the party, right? You drink right. these. Yes. So, I, although how many? I don't know. If you're an Aperol um, expert, you can tell me how many before you're drunk. Maybe three. Three. Well, you're little though. So <laughs> I know. I know. Fairness, I'm also like the size of a. Catherine is just under five feet tall, so yes. um, she's a she's a Polly Pocket. So I'm thinking right. three for her, maybe. Four for me, maybe ten for Dave. Yeah, right. normal sized human being. Okay. Maureen, how about you? What does it take to get you sloshed with the Aperol? I have never what? gotten sloshed on an Aperol. Oh, okay. Well, that so. says something. And you're a drinker, so all right. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm loving it so far. I think it's time to bring up our discussion topic. Mm. And uh, Maureen and I have already engaged in a version of this before, so I'm interested to see what Dave has to say. I'm going in cold. You're going in cold. Yep. All right, go ahead, Maureen. Hit us, Maureen. So what I would like to know is what are you a glass snob when it comes to cocktail? So in other words... Does it matter to you what vessel your drink comes in? Is that part of the experience, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And are you angry if it's the wrong glass? Right. Are you angry if you get red wine in a white wine glass, for instance? Or if you go to a barbecue and you're expected to drink your wine out of a solo cup? Mm. Would that bother you? So like, where do you fall on that? So um, I think that our audience probably has a a sort of intuition about where you fall, but why don't you tell us where you fall? We'd like to get your your opinion first. Yeah. I am an absolute snob. So I (laughs) will not drink an alcoholic drink or cocktail if it is not in the correct vessel. This is important I, stuff. I have actually not gone back to restaurants that serve me my red wine in a white wine glass. I won't go back there. So these are first world problems, but problems mm-hmm. nonetheless. Yeah. Right. What, Catherine, and what I about you? Never, I would never in a million years drink wine out of a solo cup. So Right. No plastic. No mm. plastic no, at all. Is it just no the red solo no. cup or any plastic? No. No. Any wow. plastic. Um, Catherine, you've gone to, I think, probably some less sophisticated get-togethers <laughs> right, of late. So right. where do you fall on this? 
I fall on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> um, right out of the bottle. Yeah, right from the right. bottle. Right. I will just drink it out of the bottle with a straw. No. Um, I think it's probably because of my age. Mm-hmm. Um, I will drink anything out of anything. I do not mind. I am somebody that's drawn like our Aperol spritz. If it's in a pretty glass and it looks nice, I'm drawn to it. But unlike my mother, I wouldn't refuse to go back to a restaurant because I got the wrong glass. I don't even know what the right glass is half the time. <laughs> well, that's that's good. So your mom you know, has not been teaching you that, mom. No, I mean, come no. on, that's that's a failure on your part, Maureen. Right. As far as I I'm appreciate concerned. it, not essential. Okay, good to know. All right, I think uh, we know where they stand on this. Yes, very good. So I think it's time to get at it. All right. Well, we need to say goodbye to our guests. Is that right? I, we do. Yeah, we do. We do. It, yeah. You know. They've got things to do and stuff to drink. This was great. Catherine needs to get three in before bedtime. I do. I do. I love the drink. You'll have to tune into the podcast to find out specifically what we rate it. But you have a hint. I think that this is, we're both smiling. Yeah, we are. And that doesn't always happen here on Spirited Mm -hmm. Discussions. Mm -hmm. And I like the question. Okay, so it's not world peace, but it's a good question. It's important. Yes, I think so. Very important. It's important. Yes. All right. All right, gang. Thanks for uh, being our guest. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Yes. While, yes. Before we get to the question at hand, I just want to remind you what we do at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com is where you go if you want your own podcast. It's a great time to start one up. We'll send you out a quality USB mic. What else are you doing during the pandemic? We do everything remotely. We've been doing it that way for years. We're pretty good at it. So go to pod617.com to get started. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Boston podcast, email me at david at pod617.com. We like to feature business owners that are trying to keep their name out there during these uncertain times. But if you specifically want to drink with us and yes, discuss, yes. then you need to email us at Spirited Discussions, that is with an S, Spirited Discussions at yahoo.com. So mm. exactly how it sounds, spelled correctly, as long as you know how to spell, make sure you haven't started drinking yet, and let us know. And you could be the next guest bartender on yes. Spirited Discussions. Very but there exciting. are people, there are people, D, that are knocking on my door. Oh my God, they're lining up. Yeah, they're lining up. Right. And a couple people um, will have to wait until the next session. But, yeah. but uh, I've gotten to the nice. point where I'm saying no to boring drinks. So, <laughs> right. you know, okay. But let's put that on a t-shirt. Say no to boring <laughs> Say drinks. Say no to boring drinks. Yeah. So I like to drink, first of all. And yeah, um, so the question, the first thing I thought of when the question was raised mm-hmm. was the scene in the Blues Brothers where the uncouth Jake and Elwood Blues walk into a very fancy French restaurant mm-hmm. intending to make a scene. Mm-hmm. And they are offered some champagne and they, bo- and they both hold out, or maybe it's the Dan Aykroyd character, he holds out this huge wa- the water glass mm. and says, fill it up. And dude says, wrong glass, sir. Wrong glass, sir. And he says, fill it up, fill it up. And so... It's it's an interesting part of our society that there is a proper glass for everything. You want to go first as to whether it matters to you? So I think I fall somewhere in between the two of them. So I will say, as I've gotten older, I do not like to drink out of plastic, just across the board. I mean, maybe high-quality plastic for around the pool, but plastic cups, you know, that's one of the downsides to going sometimes to a bar that is outside and right on the water is they Mm. serve you things in plastic cups, and I get it, but I don't like it. I actually think it tastes different. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a Coke out of a glass bottle the way they used to be served in the old days. Yes, and it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Whenever I see that, and it's like a throwback thing, they'll sell the six packs in the supermarket sometimes. Occasionally I'll just, I'll pick one up and I I don't even like regular Coke so much, 
but um, I'll, usually if I have anything, it'll be a Diet Coke. But I'll pick up that original Coke in mm-hmm. the because it it feels like you're getting one, you know, out of at the old five and dime out of the the soda machine and um, pop in the top, you know. So there's a couple of things that also come into play for me. So I'm going to get really specific here and say that rather, you know, my my sister gets mad if it's white wine in a red glass and versa, vice right. versa. Right. For me, mouth feel is so important. I've heard that about you. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Okay. But I'm bump. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a Sam Adams beer glass is way more appealing to me than a regular beer glass because it's got good lit. Oh, well, if you've ever taken a tour of the Sam Adams Brewery, they'll explain to you the yep. science behind I don't remember what it is, it but it is an interesting how glass. the bubbles rise right. and they come from the bottom and they do, I don't know, something special. But I just like the way it fits in my mouth. That's what she said. I know. <laughs> so um, That's what she said. <laughs> so I do. That's enjoy- what she said. All right. All right, I'm done. That's it. I enjoy a good glass. I don't know that it matters to me if it's the correct glass, but I'd be lying if I didn't say all of those fancy old-fashioned cocktail glasses that are coming back into vogue that you can get it like drink in in boston mm-hmm. wherever i i do enjoy them i do how do you feel about a martini glass um it depends on which martini i'm on yeah. you know what i'm talking about though the, uh, right. the martini up the you know yeah. the, the triangle yeah. shaped glass i said for it lack depends of on what martini i'm on because right. they're very right. tippy very so, tippy right from they're the beginning very, yes see i'm a guy who spills drinks i'm a clumsy <laughs> guy i'm i'm almost six foot three and I just, I'll, I drop things. Even when I'm sober, I'm clumsy. And so I don't want those, those are so precarious, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't like those. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say that as I get older, I think I appreciate a good glass. I like a good snifter. I like a good rocks glass. You know, my, my buddy Max uh, recently sent me as a, as a thank you gift, that lovely snifter you see over there. See, uh, the, I've shown you a picture. It's over there. See, you're looking at it now. Okay. And he said, I opened up this this box. It's, it looked like he was sending me something luxurious. Mm-hmm. And it was some company, I forget. Did that, it say Fragile? <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't figure <laughs> out what that meant. Italy. Oh, my God, it's French. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and four, like, lovely rocks glasses, you know, fit for drinking bourbon. Mm-hmm. He knows I, I'm mm-hmm. the bourbon guy. And to have a solid glass that you like and to kind of have your favorite glass, it does sort of kind of make it taste better. It's like having your favorite coffee mug. Yes. On the other hand, if I'm at a tailgate, (laughs) I'm fine with anything that gets it in my mouth. So I'm with Catherine on that one. Okay. All right. So Mm. you sort of, yeah, split the difference. I think my my sister comes out as the biggest glass snob. Although, do you know why they have different glasses for red and white wine? Because it does change the taste. I guess. So a, a white wine glass, and I'm, I'm probably going to sound dumb because I'm going to miss some part of it, but basically a white wine glass is more narrow mm-hmm. um, at the top, and so there's less uh, exposed to the air to get cold because typically mm-hmm. white wine is chilled. Red wine is more open with more surface exposed because you want to aerate it because it tastes better after it's aerated. So there is something to be said about that, but it wouldn't stop me from drinking the wine or going to the restaurant. I like my wine straight out of the box. Just hand me that box. Right under the nozzle. Right. Just just turn it on. I love a good nozzle. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. I can't help but do that. I know. Um, Do you drink drink soda with a straw if you drink soda or or even like ice water? I'm so glad that you brought that up because my other pet peeve Mm -hmm. is when they give you the little baby straw at, uh, uh, you know, like the little cocktail straw. Cocktail straw? straw? Yeah. Right. I always ask them for a big girl straw. Oh, well, um, like when you're drinking what, though? Uh, like a mixed drink, like vodka okay. or something. I like an actual like straw. like a straw, yeah. At okay. home, I use glass straws because mm-hmm. I think everything tastes better out of a glass straw. 
they make the that's a thing glass yeah, straws i have a whole bunch of them on my counter oh my god yeah so you know because straws uh do terrible stuff yeah, to the I've environment heard. blah blah right. blah so you can get metal straws you can get these like rubber ones but you can also get glass ones mm-hmm. and i think everything tastes better out of that so yeah. well i might try that because i never drink out of a straw unless you know i'm at the movie theater and i'm drinking a, a coke or something but mm-hmm. Never with the straw for me for some reason because uh, I don't, it was one of these things that my dad passed down to me. I was like, Dad, he, the soda would come and he would take the, the straw out and just put it on the table. Like, Dad, you don't like straw? He goes, no, I never use straws. And um, for some reason, I thought that was cool. And so I never used a straw after See, that. I always I actually, thought about how many people touched that glass before it got to me. Well, And so putting my mouth on the edge of the glass. Yeah. Well, you know where your mouth's been. If you know uh, what I, I mean. do, but I don't know where the yeah. glass is. No, that's true. So. Well, have we covered it? I, I think we've covered it. I yeah. think Maureen is at the top of the glass snob list. Yes. And um, I appreciate her views very much, but mm-hmm. I fall just slightly below that. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, the final thing on glasses is sometimes this is a word to the wise. For those of you who like hard liquor, if you go never order, uh, and, and it, I guess it could go for any mixed drink. If you're if ever at a sports bar, it's the worst place to get a cocktail. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm stating the obvious, but part of the problem is they use the wrong glass. Always. Like if right, like if you order, if I order like a, if I, a vodka rocks or bourbon rocks or really anything rocks, it'll come in the tiniest of glass, yeah. and they and they fill it up with with uh, ice, of course, which you're supposed mm-hmm. to. But then there's not room left for the drink, which is why I love going to like a, a classy place, like, a, you know, a hotel. <laughs> for me, a hotel bar is a classy place, depending upon the hotel, I guess. But no, but they have those <laughs> nice... You've been to a lot of those. But the, Yes, but they have those big, beefy, you know, rocks glasses. And when you see the glass, you know you're going to get a healthy cocktail. Well, and if nice you bar. go to a whiskey bar, like there's one mm. right on Boylston Street, sort of right behind the Fenway, and they carve those round ice cubes that melt slower for uh, whiskey and bourbon drinks. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Not a fan. No? No. I'm, cl- I'm a classic ice guy because the, like the, the, the one that's shaped like a cube, like a, like a huge cube. So like this a, one's like a, round, like a Oh, like a, ball. a big ball. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's I don't, like a ball. No. It's supposed to melt slower. Say, yeah, no. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels on my lips. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's I don't, what you I don't, said. I don't like big balls on my lips. Oh, no, okay. I, no, no, seriously. I like This is a first drink podcast. I, I know, but you're I, saying balls on your lips. I, I say, I, I look at the bartender and I say, can I have regular ice, please? I always say that. And, and then I say, can, can I have a big girl straw? And they go, who are these really needy people? And then my sister's sitting next to me going, I won't drink that. It's in the wrong glass. So we don't yes. go out together. No. Nah, mm, yeah. Okay. Well. So we're going to rate the drink. Oh, yes. All yes. Right, you go first. All right. It's my sister. So you go first. I'm going to take one more sip. And- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going seven. Um, I think when I first took a sip, I might have edged higher, but as I drink it, it's not disappointing me. It's lovely. It's a nice summer drink. The it, it's a it's a tad on the bitter side for me. I didn't think I would th- really? I think that. Yeah, Mister, yeah. I don't like sweet drinks. Thinks it's too bitter. I know, weird, right? Maybe I should have had an extra dash of champagne. So maybe Possibly. I'm being a little conservative. I but seven so. is still very good. Seven, yeah. seven is seven. I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. Um, because I can picture myself on a patio drinking this and looking lovely, and I think that adds an extra point. How could you taste, not look right? lovely? Oh, yes. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it an eight. All right. I forgot to make my reference to the door song when you said whiskey bar. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar and show me the way home because it's the end of the podcast. Okay. And I hit the wrong button. All right. Now I got it right that time. I'm and telling you first drink. I, strange. Well, that just shows you what direction we're headed with number two and three. D, can you remind our listeners one more time where they email us if they'd like to be a guest on Spirited Discussions? Absolutely. Email us at spirited discussions at yahoo.com. 
Awesome. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Maureen, for joining us, guest bartenders. We look forward to meeting all the new guest bartenders in the future. Every Thursday at Spirited Discussions with D. My name is Dave. On behalf of D, I'm just a guy from Boston. She's just a gal from Boston. And if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. See you next time. Have a drink. Have a drink.